the Danomite Podcast. Oh my god. What's going on everybody? This is the Danomite Podcast Friday show. Hope everybody out there had a good week. Uh, my week this week was way better than last week. Uh, yeah, if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, it's cool. I'm not mad at you. It, it's all good. Listen, the baby was in the hospital last week, and last week was just tough. Uh, the weather was super fucking hot last week. This week hasn't been so hot. Still humid as crap here in the southern half of the South Korean Peninsula. Anyway, that, none of that matters. It's been a good week. Uh, that's it. That's really all I got uh, kind of for an intro. Doesn't You don't care. Anyway, let's just jump into the podcast, and the first thing I want to talk about on the podcast today is nachos. Now, if you didn't listen to the Inconsiderate podcast, that's the other show I do with Johnny Bravo. We launched our own show. Uh, We had a pretty decent discussion about nachos on Wednesday night. I'm going to link that up so you can check that out. Uh, One of our our good followers out there uh, mentioned something about he was listening to the podcast early in the morning, talking about wanting nachos for breakfast. Bravo commented, throw some bacon on it, and my mind just started turning with ideas. And what I've come up with is is a, a really solid concept for breakfast nachos. I mean, when I think about this, like, like my mouth is beginning to salivate. I don't know how good it would be, honestly. I don't know, but I really want to try it. So I'm thinking, like, you scramble up some eggs. You mix in some chorizo or some, some kind of spicy sausage. Because that's basically what chorizo is. If you don't know what the, what that is, uh, lay that on top of the on top of the nachos. You, I mean, I guess you could have some beans on the side if if that's what you're into. I don't know how well the beans and eggs would go together, but that's not even that's not even it. You get some cheese. You either lay it on top and then melt it, or use some uh, some of that. I don't know whatever Frito Lay spicy cheese. See, that's that's what I'm digging. Uh, and then. I don't know how good it would go, but then maybe a little syrup on the side, some pico de gallo or some salsa, whatever. And you kind of, you, you don't have to dump it all on top, but on top of all of that, get some crispy bacon, crunch it up or chop it up on top of all the fucking nachos. Man, that just sounds like so fucking awesome to me. And right before we were talking about nachos on the Wednesday show with uh, Johnny Bravo and the Inconsiderate podcast, uh, I was talking about how I need to get healthy. And then we started talking about nachos. Uh, it's tough. It's a tough call. Like really getting healthy or eating breakfast nachos. I'm I'm not sure. I'm really torn. Uh, I'm really torn about that because breakfast nachos sound so fucking good to me. And then getting healthy is like super important. You know what I mean? It, it is. It's incredibly important. I should be healthy. I should be working on it. Uh, but breakfast nachos just sound so, ah, they sound so good. So I don't know. I don't know. I might have to try breakfast nachos this week and then get healthy next week because I'm great at procrastinating. I'm like amazing. I could probably be an Olympic level procrastinator. I want to tell you guys all about it, but I'll get around to it later. Uh, anyway, so kind of jumping on from breakfast nachos, which again, sounds like such a good idea. Uh, the Rolling Stones. These guys are like incredibly, incredibly old. Gonna have an album coming out. Uh, let's see, early next year. Uh, they're getting ready to go back on tour. 
they've got a, a like a live album or something, greatest hits. Anyway, they're going to go out on tour. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are both 73 years old. These guys have, have literally been famous since my dad was in high school in the 60s. And it's not like they've, you know, fallen out of fame since then. They've always pretty much been famous since the 60s. Uh, these nutbags getting ready to go out on the road. Uh, I I haven't seen any shows. I've heard people talk about Keith Richards uh, still, you know, do, doing drugs and drinking heavily, which doesn't surprise me. But Mick Jagger at 73 still, from what I, I and I, I, I kind of want to look it up. I just kind of don't care that much. Still, though, dancing around the stage at 73. I mean, it's not like the guy's got a walker or anything like that. I guess he does like a lot of like a lot of physical training, like constantly. Uh, it's just, it's amazing that at 70 fucking three years old, these guys are still being rock stars. Not not like has-been rock stars playing, you know, like a, a county fair or some shit. I'm talking like big shows. I mean, it's fucking wild. Keith Richards, that guy's probably more done done more drugs than probably almost anybody on the fucking planet. I mean, he's been, he's been doing, I'm sure, drugs since the 60s. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And it got me thinking guys that are that old, uh, lead singer of motorhead. Let me kill Meister. Uh, wasn't quite, uh, in his seventies. He was in his late sixties. Uh, he died last year. Hardcore rock and roller, uh, since, since the early seventies, uh, drank. I, I mean, like, like there was no tomorrow did insane amounts of drugs. For years and years and years. I'm talking shit that would kill fucking elephants. And these guys are able to just, you know, keep on. And and I kind of was like wondering how the fuck is that possible? I mean, is are these guys just that special? And it, it just fucking came to me like a bolt of fucking lightning. I mean, like, like, pow, right to my head. It's these guys really do what they absolutely love. I think that is a huge part of it. They do absolutely what they love. I mean, look, if you're a musician and you like, or even if you're not a musician, you can imagine uh, that being a rock star is pretty intense. It's pretty wild. And if it's what you've always wanted to be and then you've been a rock star forever and ever and ever and ever, it's because you love it. It's because you absolutely, even when you get tired of being on the road, even when you get tired of everything else, you love it. And I think that's why a lot of these guys... Uh, who, who are in business up until their 80s, uh, 90s, some guys, uh, rock stars, who, uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger in their fucking early 73, still rocking their faces off. Uh, it's simply because they love it. They love it. And uh, I think that's so important in life. And I definitely, I, I don't love my job. I mean, I have a, I have a good job. Uh, I work with a lot of pretty good people. I have a, for the most part, a really good boss. Uh, but I don't love my job. And people out there, there are tons of people who have jobs that they fucking hate. That they feel like they have to go to every day. And that just sucks, man. To be able to do what you love. So find something out there, I mean, that you absolutely love. And even if you got to start doing it as, you know, just a hobby. Part-time. Get into something you fucking love. I'm not saying you should, you know, go out and be doing heroin and banging hookers on the road for... 40 years, but, I mean, shit, Keith Richards and, you know, Jagger, they've been doing it forever. Anyway, uh, that's just, I think you, you know where I'm going with this, that 
Damn it, you gotta do what you love in life. And you've heard it over and over and over and over. Uh, I have anyway. I've, I keep hearing, you gotta do what you love. You gotta do what you're passionate about. And it, it can be difficult. In, in real life, real life just seems to get in the way half the time. Like, shit. Uh, I love my daughter so much and I love my wife. But sometimes, like, I, I, have, to, I have to provide, you know? It's tough. You gotta find that. You gotta find what you love, and you gotta start doing it somehow. Even if it's not 100% full time, you gotta get out there and fucking do it. And if your thing is, you know, playing rock and roll, fuck. Even if you're 40, just fucking start doing it, man. Have a enjoy the shit out of it. That's what I'm saying. Find something you love and fucking just hump it. Just get on it. And fucking do it. Uh, I don't know what my thing is. It's probably procrastinating because I am so fucking good at that, and I and I must like doing it. Anyway, I think you know where I'm going with that. Just, you know, find something you love. Keep doing it. Be happy. You know, it can be tough, but be happy. Even even in today's fucking crazy ass, insane fucking world out there, be happy. Do whatever it takes. Anyway, that's all I got to say about the crazy ass old, old Rolling Stones. God, they're fucking old. You know, I've heard it said before that if there's a nuclear fucking holocaust of the world, Keith Richards and the cockroaches are the only thing that's going to be around. That I don't think that dude can be killed. Anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, crazy story. It's It's been going around. I'm sure you've probably seen it. Uh, naked man cuts his dick off and goes on a rampage in Chicago. Uh, apparently he was all fucked up on some kind of drugs. Uh, I read acid. Eh, who knows. Uh, it could have been something synthetic. Who who knows what he was all fucked up on? Could have been a combination of things. Fact of the matter is, he cut his fucking dick off. Uh, he was subdued by officers later, uh, but I guess just harassing the shit out of motherfuckers. Uh, now I know I just told everybody you should go and find something you love, but if something you love involves you stripping down naked and cutting your dick off, you might want to think twice about it. Just saying. Uh... So if you're going to be out doing acid or any kind of synthetic drugs, uh, make sure you have a safe place to do it. Not saying you should do it, but, uh, you know, watch out. Don't don't be out there cutting your dicks off. That's fucked up. It's going to really ruin your shit. Uh, I thought I was going to have more to talk about this story, but it's just, it's fucked up and sad. Guy cut his own dick off. Uh, I guess ended up getting tased by police. Um <sighs> And see, no matter what people say about cops, cops got to deal with shit like that. Dude cut his dick off, all fucked up on something. Yeah, I wouldn't want that job. Anyway, shit, I'm moving along way fucking, way faster than I thought that I should be. Ugh, I got to look at some notes. Hang on. I just, man, kind of went on that little bit of a fucking rant. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, well, here we are. Uh, also big, 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 big news, apparently, because it's fucking all over the internet. Doesn't matter which side of the argument you're on, there's, there's plenty of arguments out there. Donald Trump reversed his, the, the, the Obama administration decision to allow trans people to be in the military. And there are, oh my God, left and right, right and wrong, however you want to fucking look at it, uh, people out there flipping out. Uh, 
if you're on the, the, the pro side, people are saying, oh, the F-35, it cost a hundred and whatever billion dollars. And then, and then, oh, they spend so much on Viagra every year for soldiers. And then, and then on the other side, oh, we don't need crazy people in the military. And, oh, it's going to take away from this and that. So, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of like right down the middle on this. Uh, I can see both sides and I'm glad I'm not the one who has to make the decision. I mean, I'm glad as shit I don't have to be responsible for this. Now, I've said it before. I've said it a thousand fucking times on the podcast. I'm not qualified to talk about this, but I'm going to give you my opinion anyway. Uh, the, the way that I see it, now I'm going to start on kind of the, the, the negative side, on, on the side they shouldn't be in. Uh, I'm going to start on that side. So, first off, it's not like there's 100,000 transsexuals trying to get into the military like there's a whole group that are just beating recruiters doors down trying to get in right there's not uh i i believe having been a vet uh it would cause problems not nothing major but i believe it would cause problems uh and and the way that i kind of see it and a way a lot of people see it because it's the way it is the army is not an equal opportunity employer they can tell you go fuck off for any kind of reason from from asthma to they think you're fucking crazy to uh, drug history mental illness all sorts of shit they can tell you to go fuck off uh i've read a bunch uh there's there's been some pretty good articles on there it's not a right to become a soldier uh another another big thing that that uh, i disagree with is when people are are saying oh they don't have the right to serve their country bullshit they've got plenty there are plenty of other jobs that transsexuals could take to serve their countries on the gs side uh, all sorts of shit uh yeah i i uh, i don't know i don't know i'm I'm more probably against it than I am for it. Uh, But a lot of the arguments that people are bringing up, first off, are fairly fucking invalid. And second off, any celebrity piece of shit who is talking about allowing trans people in the army who's never been in in any sort of military service can shut the fuck up. Okay, you're a fucking actor. Nobody wants to hear your shit when it comes to politics. Not really. And then you got that that fucking turd uh, Michael Moore talking about trans people should should just refuse to leave the military. Hey Mike, uh, I, I gotta let you know that, that the federal government will just lock them the fuck up. I mean, that's bottom line. Uniform code of military justice, military rules are not like on the outside. It's very fucking different. Ask Chelsea Manning. Ask uh, that other fucking douchebag Bo Bergdahl about the UCMJ. They will bring the fucking hammer down upon you. And then it's when some sorry-ass politicians decides to pardon motherfuckers. Anyway, that's a whole other fucking argument. So that's kind of kind of the, the side that I'm on, for the most part. Uh, now the pro side that, that I kind of, I can see uh, is, yeah, there, there's not 100,000 of these motherfuckers beating the door down to get in. Uh, so what's the big deal? Sure. It's going to cause some issues, but all the vets out there, okay, because there are a lot of vets who are on one side of this argument, and I'm, I'm not pissed at you, but don't tell me that this is going to fucking ruin the army, because motherfuckers, I got out 10 fucking years ago, and I got out because the army had changed a lot, and it was fucking getting shitty, and it's only gotten shittier, so you motherfuckers know what the fuck I'm talking about, don't, oh, it's going to ruin the army, mother, shut the fuck, when, when these little turd bags who go to basic training now can have cell phones, shut the fuck up, 
All right, I joined the army 20 years ago, and and then the 10 years that I was in the army, it changed a fucking lot. Army's gonna change. All right. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, there's I think like 15 or 20 countries around the world that that allow trans soldiers in. And I think the majority, if not all but one, don't allow trans soldiers to deploy. All right. And like I said, there's not like 100,000 of these motherfuckers trying to get in. So it's really, in my opinion, not going to, you know, degrade the combat mission that much. Now, again, I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. I'm not in. I can, I think I can honestly say that if I was still in the army, I'd be like, fuck no. But is there really a harm? I understand. I get it. The army is not a social experiment. Uh, the, the argument about the cost, uh, what's it going to cost for trans soldiers, I think is kind of an invalid argument because the United States government wastes more money on all kinds of other shit anyway. So this little argument uh, is fucking invalid. Uh, what what's, what's really the harm? Look, I, I'm not even going to talk about like some of the proposed changes to regulations and yada yada because I don't know and I kind of just don't fucking care. Uh, I, I think that they would need to, to have some real hard looks at, at how that was going to work. Uh, but like I said, I'm glad I don't have to make the decision. But seriously, I'm, I'm kind of torn on the issue. Half of me is like, fuck it, let him in. Uh, the other half is like, fuck him. But the, the half that, that's like, let him in, uh, I think that when some not all i think some would would come into the military and be like oh fuck it is shitty when you when you have to do two weekend duties uh back to back on a saturday so you you get off work friday night you get up saturday morning and you come into duty and then you're there till like 9 a.m sunday morning and then you go home and then you come back monday morning you do that weekend after weekend because your first sergeant fucking hates you and that he says oh that's what the da6 spit out when you know he's full of shit uh, there's that, there's going to the field, there's just dealing with all kinds of bullshit. And then when they come in and they figure out that the army is not equal opportunity and everybody gets shit on, some people get shit on more, some people get shit on less, and you can complain all you want. The people can still torture the fuck out of you in the military. Just because, just because. Hey, let them in. Let them deal with that shit. And then when they try to get out and they can't get a chapter to get out because they decided to come in, Fuck them. You're in it. Look, I, I don't believe this bullshit argument about these guys. It's not like most, a lot of these people are going to, I don't know, they might try to get into the infantry, but if they fucking did, they would be fucking hating life. I think for the majority. I, I really do. I think the majority of them would be hating fucking life. And it's not like, oh, I'm in a foxhole and I'm worried about this guy trying to, it's none of that shit. Come on. Give me a fucking break. Most of the, I can only imagine that most are going to take CSS jobs. It's combat service support jobs. Uh, who knows? Some might want to become MPs or infantry artillery. Who knows? And then they might just end up really fucking sucking it. Uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Uh, look, I, I, to take a complete side without knowing all the information is difficult for me. I know a lot of people have some really strong opinions on it. Uh, there, there was this, the, the, the article about the Navy SEAL who got out and then transitioned. And look, motherfucker... You might have been one way in the military, but you didn't transition until you got out. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one for me. I mean, it really is. Because the army fucking sucked many, 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 many days. Uh, and I wasn't fighting an uphill battle uh, unlike uh, gays. When I came in the army, it was a don't ask, don't tell policy. If people knew you were gay, you got fucked with. 
Uh, I didn't have I didn't have those issues, and the army sucked bad enough for me. Uh, just being a regular mechanic, it can, it can suck. Uh, and then want to do transgender stuff on top of that? Man, that can make your life fucking miserable. And this sort of just popped into my head: How many uh, of these people? trans that are, that are now I'm not talking about celebrities because they're just full of shit trying to show how oh good we are whatever the fuck how many actually trans people are are actively trying to join is it a, it's not a huge number it's not so all the trans people out there if you're bitching and moaning about not getting it not being able to get in shut the fuck up if you're not gonna join just shut up I don't want to, I, I don't need to hear it look like I said I just said it not all that long ago the military is not equal opportunity it fucking sucks. Go work for the post office. Go work for the Red Cross. Become a congressional staffer or some shit. Work for the government in some other capacity, but do not say the government is not allowing you to serve the country. Don't fucking say that because there's plenty of other fuck. Man, God. A little irritated now. Uh, but kind of, like, like I said, I'm, I'm down the middle of the road on this one. I'm glad I don't have to make the decision. I'm glad I don't have to take the shit for it. Uh, I don't know. Trans the the trans issue to me is is a very complex issue, and I'm not talking about just for the military. I think it is a, I think it is a complex issue, and psh, I definitely don't know enough to really even be talking about it. Uh, just coming from my veteran side, nope, fuck them. They can they can suck it somewhere else. Fuck off. And then on kind of my civilian mind, I'm like, well, it's not necessarily a bad idea. So I don't know. I'd love to know what you think. H hit me up in the comments. Let me know what you think. Uh, I can only imagine a lot of my, what my veteran friends would say. I can only imagine. Uh, I don't know. Let me, if you don't want to put your opinion out there in public, hit me up in the DMs, but I'd love to know. Uh, if you want to talk about it openly, pow, comment. I'd love to hear it. It's Dan O'Mite, uh, for real at Facebook and Twitter. And then, uh, real Dan O'Mite over or uh, dynamite for real over at instagram or you can always just email me at leave me alone at dynamite.com seriously i'd love to hear your opinions uh definitely listen to the inconsiderate podcast we did episode four uh on wednesday i will link that in the description uh it's a good show me and johnny bravo had a good fucking time if you're not listening to that i really i'd appreciate it if you checked it out uh and that's it uh that's really all I got for a show. That's really all I got for a show today. Um, I will be back next. Actually, I'll be back Wednesday at the Inconsiderate Podcast. Make sure you listen. It's just good shit. Hit Johnny Bravo up. Say what's up, Johnny B. Uh, yeah, I'll see you next Friday.